The following shear has been presented by Rav Shmuel Yeshaya Yafi, Chaber Sefer Shavile Tzioin, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. This volume has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Benny and Joyce Westreich of Los Angeles, California, Le'iloi Nishmas, Yoyetz Akiva Ben Shimon Meir Zechreinu Levracha. May the Torah studied be an everlasting schus for his neshama. As we learn Kiddushin Daflamar Hayom Aleph, we arrive at the bottom line about the source that Noshim women are potter from a mitzvah saseh shazman gromo. However, they are obligated in a mitzvah saseh shaloy hazman gromo. The Gemara brings down Hoksha Kala Tarekula Litzvil and Matzvil and Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Groma and Noshim Peturis. Afkol Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Groma Noshim Peturis. To which the Gemara responds and says, wait a minute. It's a whole sugi in Erev and Daftadik Vav whether or not Tfilin are actually a Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Groma. The standard two reasons why a Mitzvah would be a Mitzvah Sasei Shazman Groma was because they're not knowing at night and they're not knowing on Shabbos and Yom Tavim. Shabbos excuse me, tefillin, not being noig at night, as well as not being noig all the time, is a machlekes over there in the Sugyan Ervin. There's man the Amram Tanoim that hold that Shabbos is man tefillin, as well as Lila being man tefillin, and therefore it's not so clear. So, hukshu kalatari kula tefillin, yes, but is tefillin a mitzvah sasei man grama? That's a machlekes. So, Gemara says, well, guess what, Reb is the one who holds that tefillin is not a mitzvah sasei man grama, and he holds shnek suv mabon keachar ein malamdin. And here we have a little bit of an interesting machlekes between Rashi and Taisus, which we're not going to elaborate on now. Does shnek suv mabon keachar ein malamdin just mean that you can't learn out from them, or you could actually derive that everywhere else it would be otherwise? However, the bottom line is that Kolotar Kula is Hukash Latfilin. And this is an ending of the whole sugya that we began on Daf Lamadala Ramadalaf in the beginning. That the Gemara says over there, Mitzvah Seshas Mangroma, that women are part from, like Sukkah, Lulav, Shaifer, Tzitzis, and Tfilin, etc. And the Gemara goes on to say over there after the two dots, that how do you know that ladies are chayv, excuse me, part from Mitzvah Seshas Mangroma? You learn out of Tfilin. Man Tfilin, Nashim Peturis, Apkol Mitzvah Seshas Mangroma, Nashim Peturis. And how do you know that Tfilin themselves are exempt from? So interestingly enough, Tfilin themselves, we had a prerequisite, we knew that you learn out Tfilin from Talmatari, that just like Nashim are exempt from Talmatari, they're exempt from Tfilin. And then the question is if we could source out from Tfilin to Kalatari Kula that Nashim are part from just like Tfilin, or perhaps. Tefillin are a mitzvah sasei, shaleyaz mangrama, like the Gemara here on the Flamet Hay brings from Reb Meir. And then we need the other sources, the Nashim Arpater, from a mitzvah sasei, shaleyaz mangrama. There's a lot to discuss about this. First of all, at the end of the day, ladies are Arpater from Tefillin. That's clear. The question is, let's say they would like to wear Tefillin. May they wear Tefillin anyways, or not? And B, why at the end of the day are they potter from Tfilin? Is it because it's a Mrs. Asesha Zman Grama? Or is it, as it seems from this whole Gemara here on the Flamadalat and Lamad Hay, that they're definitely potter from Tfilin because it was Hukish Latalmataira and Nashim are potter from Talmataira and Tfilin likewise, regardless of whether Tfilin is a Zman Grama or not a Zman Grama? Now, as far as the question about if ladies are allowed to wear Tfilin if they'd like, like we are familiar with Rabbeinu Tam's Shita always about, let's say, Sukkah. Lulav and other mitzvahs asesha as mangroma, that he holds that ladies can save it tivanu when they're mekayim those mitzvahs. And the Rambam, the Mechaber, and Shulchan Aruch, Semen Yadzayin, and other places, paskins that ladies don't save it tivanu. 
That's about whether they can make a bracha and save it to we were commanded or not. We're not going to elaborate on that whole question. But however, it seems to be clear that if they would like to do the mitzvah, it's not a problem. They just maybe can't save it to according to some Rishonim. So obviously, the number one place you would want to look about this question, if a woman can wear tefillin if she'd like, is obviously the brisa that's brought down in Erevin, Daf Tzadik that says, Michal Bas Kushi Tefillin. That Michal, the daughter of Shaul, used to wear tefillin, and the Chachamim did not protest. And there's a lot discussed, even right over there in Rashi, Taisvis, the Marsha, as well as in Rosh Hashanah, Lamed Gimel, about what would have been the protest, and why didn't they protest. Is there an issue of Baltaisif, and so on and so forth. Now what's interesting is that Taisus over there goes on to say in the Ramaschal Michal, Venera Lafarish, the time of the man the Yom of the Leia of Rishos Mishim, the Tfilin Trichin Gufnaki, Venashim Ein Zrizois Lizoher. Tfilin need a cleanliness, a clean body, and the women are not going to be properly careful and cautious with that, so therefore women shall not wear Tfilin. Sounds like if they'd like, theoretically they definitely could. And this is Paskin in the Ramah and Simon Lamad Ches, that ladies should not wear tefillin because of Gufnaki. I believe it comes from Amaram Rotenberg. Now there's a famous, famous, I don't want to say it's a myth, but there's a famous, famous quote or idea that's out there that Rashi's daughters used to wear tefillin. However, although I've heard of this numerous times, I don't remember seeing it anywhere, and I don't really know what the source of this is. In fact, we know that Rabbeinu Tam, which is really Rashi's granddaughter's husband, held that ladies could make Vitzivono on Mitzvah Seisha's Mangroma, but Rashi himself seems to be of the opinion in Sukkadaf Membez, as the way the Hagoya Sashri quotes it over there, that he's of the opinion that ladies cannot do a mitzvah as mangroma. In fact, a lady's lulav might be mukta on sukkahs. So therefore, it would be a chiddush to say that Rashi's daughters wore tefillin, if Rashi seems to hold that they're mukta on Shabbos, which sounds like they don't even have a mitzvah kiyumis, if you will, when they do mitzvah as mangroma. Now, I don't know for sure how they were knowing in Rashi's home, let's say, on sukkahs, and stuff like that with regard to the women. But Rashi seems to be not from the shittas that hold that ladies have a key mitzvah on a mitzvah seisha's mangrama. And again, since I don't know where the source is, it's a hard story to believe. I do have a hunch that maybe if it's not true that they were tefillin, and perhaps the story comes from as follows. There's a famous story how when Rashi was writing his tefillin, Rabbeinu Tam was on his lap, and Rashi's daughter walked in, who was Rabbeinu Tam's mother. That whole story is out there. So there you have a story with the daughter of Rashi and tefillin, without elaborating on the whole story and its details. But other than that, I do not have a source for that. But getting back to our point... Can a lady wear tefillin? And why are ladies potter from tefillin lamaskana? Again, the Gemara and the Flamadal and as well as this whole Sugya Lamad Hey seems like Nashim are potter from tefillin because it's hukish le taira. And the question just is if tefillin are a mitzvah seisha's mangroma or not, and can therefore be a source to other mitzvah seisha's mangroma, or tefillin are called Ainaz mangroma like the Mandi Omar, that Laila or Shabbos is his man tefillin. Now, for example, if you grab a look at a Mishnah in Brachas Tavchafam and Aleph, the Mishnah says, Noshim va'avadam uktanam p'turim ikriyashma'om and atfilin. Noshim and avadam uktanam as well are putter from kriyashma'om and from tfilin. 
So Rashi says over there that a prophet from Kriyashma because it's the mitzvah says Shazman Grama v'kaimal am b'kiddushin the nashim pturis midiraisa. Says Rashi there on the bottom of Brachas Chafam Aleph utfilin nami mitzvah says Shazman Grama the sover laila v'shavas lavzman tfilin eno. Rashi says pshat in the Mishnah why ladies are prophet from tfilin is because it's the mitzvah says Shazman Grama because the Mishnah holds that laila and shavas are lavzman tfilin and hence it's a mitzvah says Shazman Grama. Rashi is lending this as an explanation to the Mishnah why ladies are exempt from tefillin. Now this sounds a little bit strange, this Rashi, and Rabbi Kiveger in Brachas over there blibes Tzarachin on this question. He says, why does Rashi say that ladies are parted from tefillin? Because it's a mitzvah seisha zman grama, and he holds Laila's man tefillin, Laila loves man tefillin, Shabbos loves man tefillin. Why, even if you hold that Laila and Shabbos is man tefillin, that's for sure clear that ladies are parted from tefillin. The question is if you can learn from here that others man gromas, but tefillin themselves, that's quite obvious. And Rabbi Kiveger blibes Tzarachin. That the Gemara over here is clear, and the Flamadalad and Lamad Hay, that ladies are part of from Tfilin because of the Pasik that is Hokish Latamatara that ladies are part of for. Even if Tfilin is a Lavs Mangroma, ladies still are explicitly exempt from Tfilin. Like we mentioned, maybe they could voluntarily do Tfilin, they could put it on if they'd like, if not for the Gufnaki issue. But nevertheless, they're definitely part there from Tfilin. So why does Rashi say that it's only because of Mr. Sasha's Mangroma? I'll be honest with you, I was very perplexed with the Rebbe Kivager because although obviously his point is very, very well taken, and you don't need me to say that, but isn't it a Gemara Beferish, an explicit Gemara in Shabbos, Tafsamach Bezim at Aleph, on the fourth and fifth wide line, that it talks about whether the Gemara over there is discussing if somebody finds Tfilin on Shabbos, if he's allowed to carry them by wearing them on his body. Obviously, you're not allowed to carry because you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos, but if you put them on, it could be like a Malbush, which would be mutter to walk with on Shabbos. And it says, "I might see tefillin machnis and zug zug echad eish veechad eisha." The Gemara says there in Shabbos Samach Beis, "V'yam retnoshem am b'fnei atzman hein." If you'll say that ladies are a nation of their own, it's a mitzvah seish as mangram and noshem arpturis. The Gemara says, "Kasavur Amir Laila's man tefillin over Shabbos loves man tefillin, etc." Therefore, tefillin is excuse me, Shabbos is also man tefillin, and therefore tefillin is a mitzvah seish shaloyas mangrama. So basically, what was Rabbi Kivager's question in Brachas Chaf on Rashi? That why does Rashi say that Tefillin is a mitzvah asesha as man groma? Why Tefillin, ladies are put for from Tefillin regardless, because it's a pasuk like we said in the Flamadala that it's hukash to Talmud Torah. That was Rabbi Kivager's question. Meanwhile, it's a beferish Gemara and Shabbos Taf Samach Beis the Manalaf. That's the reason why ladies are exempt from Tefillin seemingly is because it's a mitzvah asesha as man groma. And in fact, if you hold that Shabbos and Laila is man tefillin, then it would be a mitzvah seisha leyes man groma and noshim would be chayev. So whatever the answer is, how our Gemara, you know, is going to work out with the Gemara and Shabbos Samach Rashi must be going in the direction of the Gemara in Shabbos Samach And although this question was bothering me for a while, I found a while back that Rabbi Kiva Eger in Tshuva Kuf Samach as well as in his Gilyonis to Yeridei Simon Aleph when he discusses about whether a Summa is Chayiv and certain mitzvahs or not he creates a clear machlokes between Abaya and Ula about this issue and he answers a lot of questions based on that including some Taisvusin over here on the Flamet Hay which we're not going to elaborate now but basically it seems to be a machlokes Asugis about this point apparently between Abaya and Ula and there's no time to elaborate about that now 
but therefore it's a machlekes about whether at the end of the day ladies are potter from tefillin because it's a mitzvah seishas man grama or they're potter from tefillin because it was hukish latal matayra. In closing, I just forgot to mention a very important thing. There's a Targum Yonison in Parshat Kisaytzei, Parachav Beis Pasukei, that says that just like a lady is not allowed to wear any of a kli gever, any type of man type of lavush, she's also not allowed to wear the Targum Yonison translates the love of Liyik, Kli Gever, Alisha, that she shouldn't wear Tzilin and Tzitzis. So if you look in the Rishonim all over, whether it's an Erev and Tzadik Vav or whatever, about why a lady is not allowed to wear Tzilin, you don't see them quoting this, not the Gemara, not the Rishonim. Apparently, this is the Targum Yonison's Chiddush on his own, and I would be scared to say that it's not a halacha, especially since the Beis Hillel in Yeridea, Semen Kuf Pei Beis, by Layek Ligever Alisha, and others do discuss this Chiddush of the Targum Yonison, but in any event, we don't seem to see any mention of it in the regular Paiskim. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.